Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy. And like every day, we're here to bring you all the action from the sumo that's going on in Tokyo at the moment. It's day four. Where are you at? Well, after all three of the Ozeki being beaten yesterday, I've already gone through 12 buckets. So <laughs> I'm at a pretty good place, I guess you could say. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to, to the action and seeing. I can't, I, at most day fours, you can't make a prediction and now I definitely I mean, can't. We've been, making, we've been making predictions for three days now. <laughs> prediction was probably the wrong word. Actually, you can bring a prediction out of the hat at any, any time, but I can't quite see where things are going, I guess I would say. You're exactly right. After, you know, both Yokozuna out and all three uh, Ozeki losing yesterday, I think that gave us all a uh, cause for a little bit of a, to take a bit of time for reflection. Well, I think too because, yeah, that's right, because we were all quite set on what we were expecting from this basho. So um, it was the Takakesho story and it was what's going to happen with that and it was what's going to happen with the Yokozuna and it's just all taken a, a real left turn. It certainly has. Well, let's get into that big left turn for day four. Jurio up first. It was good to see Ikioi getting in Ryuko's face and crushing him down to the dirt to pick up his second win. Ikioi 2-2. Two, two as is Ryuko. Not good for Ryuko fans. <laughs> Not so much, but... Uh, <laughs> good for you. Yeah, good for me. Takagenji and Yago gave us an old-fashioned belt battle here, and it was Yago who proved too strong in the end. Yago 2-2, two and two. Takagenji 1-3. and three. This was a pretty good bout, wasn't it? It was, actually. It was uh, It was good on the belt. Good to see nice belt sumo early on in Jurio and hard fought by both. Ura went low against Tohakuryu. But he was just a class above, almost playing with Tohakuryu before lunging forward and picking up the win. Ura now moves to four and zero. Tohakuryu, two and two. Tohakuryu not winning today, but we saw a lovely special on him. I really like these these specials about the, the guys who've just got to Jurio and showed some photos of him in his university days or his, his college days um, as a as a young short-haired fellow. Well, it answers my question as to whether they hold off these packages until they get a win. Yes, <laughs> from yesterday. From yesterday right. and the All Horse special. Yeah, he had a lovely smile, I said in our Instagram stories today. It was, it was really nice to see a bit more information about him after I was a bit down on him after his, uh, his henker the other day. Anyway, let's get on with Jurio Mitoriu. He took down Haku Yozan with a nicely executed Uatanage. Good work from the big fella. He is three and one. Hakuyozan, also a big fella. He is one and three. Well, Oho was next and he is, I think we have to admit it, having a little bit of trouble, this Basho, especially finishing off his opponents on the edge. He started well, he got Jokoryu on the ropes, but he just couldn't end it and Jokoryu then drove him back and got the win. So Oho at this stage, he's one and three. Yeah, and in one of the interview packages they played, Oho was talking about the challenge of having to go 15 days and keep himself fit and healthy during that time. And I thought in this bout, he'd just run out of gas halfway through. Mm, yeah, and we saw it yesterday too. Just can't can't do the finish. Jokoryu, he is two and two. Tsurugisho, I love him, but he was up against Koryuki. It was a bit of a battle of the heart here. Tsurugisho turned Koryuki around and was able to fairly easily escort him out. I was really focused on Koryuki's legs here and he's stepping so gingerly. He's obviously still in hoping for a win here and there, but they're not coming. 
I think at this point you would not be surprised if Koryuki pulls out of this basho. Mm. He's really not putting up much resistance. He's 0-4, Tsurugisho, 4 and 0. I love it. You were very low-key about that. Yeah. Well, I was waiting for you to say it and then I was just going <laughs> to pop the party popper well, and we go, go for it. Daisho Maru easily dispatched of Nishikigi, making it look too easy. Daisho Maru is 3-1, Nishikigi 1-3. and Hidenumi looked very busy out there today as he hassled Shohozan over the bales. Hidenumi, the brother of Tobizaru. Yep. Still a surprise, but it's still a fact. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't mentioned it yet. No, I've been you trying just hard not to. No, no. He's 3-1, Shohozan 1-3. and three. And Churunoumi, in the final bout of Jurio, had to contend with a fired-up Dayamami who yeah. just did not stop attacking. Churunoumi looked really calm out there today on the defence. And he picked up the win. Chunumi yeah. two and two, uh, Dayamami one and three. Well, the uh, leaders in Jurio uh, at this stage are Ura, great to see, and Tsurugisha also, great to see on four zero and on three one. We have Hidenumi, Daisho Maru, and Mitoriyu. Let's move on to Makuchi and see what happens up there. It's Yutakiyama at Magashira 15 first against Jurio 6 visitor Azumaru. And Yutakiyama, as he did yesterday, went for the Noroa. He's all about the neck at the moment. From here, Azumaru was uh, stood up straight and he tried the pull, but Yutakiyama stayed up. And from here, a little bit weirdly uh, for Yutakiyama, it turned into a belt battle, a better situation perhaps for Azumaru. They tried the double-handed throw attempt. There was a real back and forth. But then Yutakiyama, he had a flash of inspiration and he used his left leg to trip Azumaru and push him down. Very clever. This was a beautiful Sorogake uh, win for him. This isn't something you see from Yutakiyama very often. <laughs> no, and he, he um, I think because they were on the belt and he, you know, didn't know what to do, he thought he should try something else, the outside leg trip, and uh, it was successful. Really good move. What a great Kimarate to bring up. Yutakiyama's 200th career win. He made his debut in March 2016, so big 200 for him. Very good. Well done, Yutakiyama. He is 3-1, and one. Azumaru Yu. Back down to Jurio tomorrow, he's 1-3. and three. Hoshoryu up against Sanumi next, and it was a very fast touchy eye. They both opened up with thrusts. Hoshoryu shot out a hand here and he grabbed Sanumi's belt. But Sanumi, moving at light speed, does the same. He breaks Hoshoryu's grip and moves Hoshoryu to the bales. Hoshoryu attempts to brace himself and twist Sanumi over, and it looked like the right thing to do, but... In the process, he'd already actually stepped outside the bales. So that counts as a Yorikiri win for Sadanumi. Yeah, he actually had the upper hand against uh, Sadanumi in their previous bout. So I think he would have, especially Sadanumi being at Magashira 17 here, he would have expected to get his first win, but he couldn't. I think he's trying super hard. Mm. But here he just uh, was lifted that tiny bit extra. It was a bit of bad luck perhaps as well. Sad's had a flash of pace, which he is prone to, and he picked up the win. He's two and two. Hoshoryu, zero, four. Still looking for that first win. Magashira, 16. It's Akiseyama up on the doyo, and he's against Magashira, 14, Midori Fuji. Uh, the two Jurio promotees this time, or Makauchi promotees from Jurio this time around. Off the touchy eye, Midori Fuji was smooshed up against Akiseyama. He tries a right leg foot kick to break the deadlock. It's a clever thing to do, actually, but Akisayama, he's very, very stable. It doesn't work. Akisayama, he then 
ends up with a left and right-handed grip. Midori Fuji with the right. This is not an ideal place for Midori Fuji to be in. Yeah, I, I mean, it was locked up here. Did you notice how loose the Mawashis were? They both had loose Mawashis, didn't they? Yeah, and seeing Midori Fuji trying to find some purchase on that loose Akisayama belt, I didn't think this was going to go well for him. No, I'm not sure what he was expected to do here. Uh, it just wasn't his his style of sumo. Akisayama took him to the edge and got the Yorikiri win. Yeah, so the M17 dream is still alive for Akisayama. He's four <laughs> M17 <and> zero. asterisk. <laughs> At M16, I'm aware, but the M17 dream alive. What did you think of the Gyorgi trying to grab the Sagari, like the sticks that hang off the Moshi yeah. during a lockup? He really got in the way there. Yeah, I mean, maybe he saw that they were dangling more than we could see. He was on the other side from the camera. But he really just was intent on getting in there. And I thought the first time he tried and didn't get it, he disrupted Midori Fuji. He certainly did. I mean, often, you know, we're known to be screaming at the Gyorgi to try to pick them up after they've come off. Yeah. Just to get them out of the way so no one trips yeah, on them. Yeah, in that case, if they fall off, get them out of the way. Yeah, but they were still on. Leave yeah. them alone. Yeah, I, I thought that was a little bit disruptive. But we did get to see the glorious Akisayama smile again on the way out. He's enjoying his sumo and so he should be. He's four and zero. Midori Fuji, that's his first loss of the Basho, three and one. Akawa up next against Konowaka and out of the touchy eye, Akawa went low looking for a belt. And Kotnawaka here was content with standing tall and grabbing the upper body of his opponent. Kotnawaka turns Akawa towards the bales, but Akawa had that belt grip and he braced himself and used that grip to swing Kotnawaka around, at the same time working his leg against and then up the thigh of Kotnawaka. This was trying to unbalance Kotnawaka, who was no doubt in the better position. They crashed down together, but Kotnawaka managed to maintain his better positioning here. And it was actually Akua who hit the ground first. It was a Yoritaoshi frontal crush out win for Kodonawaka. Hmm. Akua nearly pulled off the, the throw on the edge here, but couldn't quite get it. And I was very distracted during this bout, actually, because I had seen online that someone had called this the Battle of the Turquoise Mawashi. Now, yeah, I'm going to pull them up here. They're very different colours. Kodonawaka's is definitely turquoise. Or has a greener sheen to it. But Akawa's is definitely blue. So, flipped. As a paint swatch lover when I was a child, <laughs> I used to t make my parents take me to um, the paint shops to, to collect them and I used to stick them up on the uh, wall. Okay. So I can tell you that uh, Kodna Wakas is sky blue or some right. may call it bluebell and <laughs> Akawa's is teal or aqua. Okay. Doesn't quite have the same ring as the turquoise belt battle, does it? Neither of them are turquoise <laughs> and they are certainly not the same colour. Yeah, right. So next time we that. see this battle, um, we will know what to call them. A uh, good win for Kodonawaka. He is three and one. Aqua is one and three. Ichi no joke. I need to leave that all behind me right now. He's up against Kodoeko, and there is a huge slap of a touchy eye. Ichinojo just went for it. He almost spun Kodoeko around with the force on his left shoulder. And from here, he's all a flap, and Ichinojo easily pushed him out of Shidoshi. Wow, the speed of Ichinojo out of the touchy eye here. I, I think he completely caught Kodoeko by I surprise. I love it. I love it when Ichinojo moves fast. I just think it's really cool. It's good to see. And, you know, we always love to see Ichinojo doing that positive attacking style yep. of sumo. And today he completely overwhelmed Kodoeko. 
Ichinojo 3 and 1, Kodoeko 1 and 3. Up next, uh, Teretsuyoshi and Aoyama. Hard not to notice the 70 kilogram difference between these two. Aoyama opens up with his positive high thrusting attacks, which we love to see. But Teretsuyoshi made himself really hard to move here, and he absorbed those incoming attacks. As Teretsuyoshi balanced himself and found his feet, it was his turn to start attacking, and he worked Aoyama back. Aoyama, he was on the back foot here. Guess what he does? He tries the pull, but Teretsuyoshi just ducked his head. He threw himself forward, and he pushed Aoyama over the bales, and Oshidashi win for him. I thought this was really impressive from Teretsuyoshi. He's got the upper hand um, overall over Aoyama. Aoyama doesn't really know how to how to deal with him. I think maybe because he's a mixture of uh, small and big guy sumo. He tried to move forward, which was good news for Aoyama, but Teretsuyoshi just got underneath and has him all figured out. He was still holding the left bicep after the bout, though, Teretsuyoshi. So there is really an issue there. It's taped. Um, or he's trying to show every, he's trying to make everyone think that there is because you can't see it during the bout. Well, that's what I was just about to say. Certainly during the bout, he's looking really strong and yeah. he's he's doing straight line sumo. I've never really thought of that as um, as a technique for putting your opponents off to, to make them think that you're you're injured and you're not going to be able to push with that side or something. <laughs> a little bit I below the belt. I don't know if well. So I don't know speak. if it's that better. <laughs> no, he is, as you say, he's doing straight line sumo and it's that mixture of the faster movement plus the um, coming forward at Aoyama that put him off. So Aoyama, he's two and two. Teretsuyoshi is the same score. Meisei up against Shimano Umi. I always like uh, these guys fighting. I think it's really uh, always going to be a great, great bout and it was here, especially from Meisei. He was extremely active, straightforward offensively, stood Shimano Umi up. Uh, slapped a hand on his belt and drove him all the way across the doyo and then out across the tawara. I would like to describe this as artisanal sumo mm. from Meisei. I thought this was handcrafted, beautiful sumo from him. This is as good as you see Meisei get. It's like a nice chilli oil it is. <laughs> or a, a soap, like a rose petal soap. Uh, looking so good here now. He's four and zero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's going well. He's, he's When Meisei gets in a rhythm, I think he... he you know, can continue it on. I, I think that's the case with a lot of guys, but he is feeling himself at the moment. He is looking amazing, yet to be defeated. Shimano Umi is now on two and two with that loss. Myogiryu up against Tobizaru, and Tobizaru went down first. He was keen to go, but Myog's calls for the reset. Ask for Tobizaru to come yeah, up. Yeah, he did. He gestured. He's like, stand up. I'm like, no, you you go. I didn't enjoy that at all. No. <laughs> uh, when they got going, Tobizaru opted for pushing and thrusting sumo out of the touchy eye, but Yogiri was able to match this uh, intensity, pushing and thrusting back. But it was actually Tobizaru who was able to move forward. Miogs looks calm here, and although he'd actually moved all the way back to the bales, he didn't really look overly concerned. Yogiri was patient as he waited out the Tobizaru attacks, before launching his counterattacks, taking both of them back and across the doyo. Tobizaru desperately tried to pull here, but Myogiri was charging forward and he lunged at Tobizaru, took him over the bales. Oshidashi win for Myogiri. Yeah, a much needed win for him. He's two and two. I wonder whether I was in the minority here thinking that Tobizaru was in control pretty much the whole time until that pull at the end. No, I, I didn't would agree seem like with that. anyone I, else thought that. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, 
this was a more contained and controlled uh, performance from Toby Zadu today. Mm. But Mjolgiris, he's been around a long time. Yeah. I just think he didn't overcommit to Toby yeah. Zadu. And that's some sometimes how you can lose to this guy. Uh, a great effort for Mjolgiris. He's now two and two. Toby Zaru, one and three. Ryuden up against Kiribayama. Ryuden very keen for a win. He hasn't managed to get one yet. He jumps in straight away over the top of Kiribayama's body, who's gone low. And Ryuden, with his left hand, he grabbed the back of Kiribayama's mawashi, but all the way over on the other side of the knot. So it was right over Kiribayama's back. Then he got his right hand on the front of Kiribayama's mawashi. It looked pretty much all over from here because he, he, the hips were going and he had those grips. But I thought Kiribayama did really well here, mounting a strong defence. He wriggled, he fought back, he tried to get free against Riordan's pretty comprehensive grip, but he was only able to prevent the defeat for so long and Riordan picks up his first win. Yeah, I mean, sometimes we describe belt grips as being deep, but this one from Riordan <laughs> was so deep it came out the other side. It was <laughs> exactly. incredible. And again, Echoing your thoughts on Kiribayama here, I thought the fight on the bales from him was unbelievably good. Yep, yep. And to say what I always say about him, which I, I need to come up with something else, but he, he has a plan now for what to do when he gets in trouble. And today he, he it wasn't a success, but he was really trying some good stuff to get out of that grip. Really good signs for him. Well, Ryudan, that's his first win. I'm happy about that. Kiribayama is two and two. Tokushoryu and Kagiyaki step up onto the doyo next. And out of the touchy eye, Tokushoryu accepts the Kagiyaki attack. He acknowledges it and then simply grabs Kagiyaki and twists him down to the ground, slapping him to the dirt as he goes past. This had very strong 2020 January energy for Tokushoryu. <laughs> yeah, he didn't quite have the facial expression at the end, but almost after that comprehensive win, I expected it. It was a really good move against Kagiyaki, who who looked great yesterday against Okanomi, but he was totally overrun today by a strong Tokushori. They both moved to 2-2. Two, two. Tochinoshin and Endo, I always enjoy this matchup. And it was a, it was a belt battle. It was a double-handed grip belt battle that Endo absolutely put his full heart, soul and strength into. He's lost a lot against Tochinoshin. And this showed why, because... Endo wants to be on the belt too, or he can be successfully on the belt, but to be on the belt against Tochinoshin is is a bit of a danger. But I was really impressed by him here. He got a Morizashi, so I he got the better belt grip, but and he did his utmost. But having said that, Tochinoshin, it's his brand of sumo, right? The lifting brute strength kind, and uh, and he pulls it off. <laughs> I thought Endo was amazing yeah. in this yeah, bout. Yeah, I'm glad you thought oh, so too. Absolutely. Of course, great effort from Tochinoshin, but we expect this from Tochinoshin. Endo really surprised me today. Uh, deciding to take this on the belt, which not many people want to do against Tochinoshin, and for 99% of this bout, he looked like he was in it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's just that crucial 1% at the end. Yeah, just a little the bit 1%. at the end. But Tochinoshin evens the ledger there with that win. He's two and two. Endo now on the same score. And I'm, I'm going to say quickly, and I'm never going to say this again, their mawashis were two different shades of purple. Okay. Let's move on. Thank you. Uh, Okunumi up next against Tamawashi. And there was a huge break from Okunumi here. He really showed his hands, wandered forward at Tamawashi, 
they reset. Yeah, that was a Thankfully, very large, uh, a long-distance mutter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they got going again. Okunumi had the better touchy eye here, surged forward and slapped Tamawashi in the face. Tamawashi <laughs> does not like that. He pushed uh, hard and worked Tamawashi back to the bales. But Tamawashi doesn't go out like that. He went back on the counterattack with attacks that drove Okunumi back to the bales. Okunumi changed his strategy here and he decided to get under the arms of Tamawashi, raising his center of gravity and driving him back to the bales. Tamawashi, he knew what to do here. He braced himself. He grabbed Okunumi by the upper body and twisted him down to the dirt. It was a Tsukiyotoshi win for him. This was a real mind game. Yeah, it was. I really enjoyed this bout. These guys have fought each other a lot. Their record now is 11-13. In favour of Tamawashi. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was a great move by Tamawashi at the end. Two really good days of sumo from him. Enjoyable, straightforward, or not so much straightforward. They, As you said, they were... Um, it was really going back and forth during this. They were out wilying each other a couple of times. Uh, enjoyable to watch. Two losses in a row at this stage for Okunumi. So he is two and two and Tamawashi is the same score. It's time. It's time for Daesho. The Daesho the Powerful up against Komasubi Mitakumi. And Daesho, he just went ahead and did Daesho things. We've seen them over the last three days, the perfectly placed and timed thrusts, the constant stepping forward, the 45-degree body angle. Mitakumi, for his part, tried and for a little bit of time succeeded to uh, stem the onslaught, but after that he was simply blasted out. Yeah, we watched the replay here trying to see what it was about Daisho Sumo today that made it look so easy. What, how did you see it? Well, I was thinking about how with cricketers, you know, you, you call them in form and what it means is that their timing is good essentially. So they're seeing the ball well, they're calculating where the ball's going to land and how their bat, how they're going to time the shot so the bat hits it at the opportune moment um, and at the opportune angle. And I think that can be translated into Daisho. He's just in form. Yeah. He's... His hits are landing. He looks absolutely unstoppable. I want to propose a new nickname for Daesho, and it's The Boss. Yeah. Because today his sumo deserves that title. It was interesting to see in the replay, Takayasu was yes. looking on with a very, very concerned look on his face, and I wondered why that was. Yeah. And it is because... Takiyasu has to fight Daesho tomorrow. Yeah, wow. So he's just like, oh, I wonder how this guy's going. Mm. Oh, oh. But he had a good look at the bout. Um, you know, I mean, I can see Takiyasu going to bed tonight thinking about this one. Yes. But if it's just, if it comes just down to a power battle, I think Daesho will win. Yeah, I wonder what Takiyasu can do against. Mm. Against that, because it's it's strong and it's perfectly timed. It's taken Daesho, the boss, to four and zero. And he's overtaken three Ozeki and one Komasubi so far. Can't wait to see him fight the Sekiwake. And Mitakumi is also, uh, is also is two and two. Well, next bout of the day, it's a huge one. The ex-Ozeki matchup. Terunofuji and Takayasu. Terunofuji came out and was looking to get underneath Takayasu, which was an interesting ploy from him. Takiyasu is just so strong. He takes the initiative and attacks Terunofuji, moving him back to the bales. 
Takeyasu pulled here, interestingly, as Terunofuji was coming back at him, and it threw Terunofuji off balance. Terunofuji here was forced to skip along the bales, and Takeyasu's footwork looked very, very sharp here. He moved slightly out of the way, planted a hand on the back of Terunofuji's neck, showed him over the bales into the dirt. Hataki Komi slapped down win for Takeyasu. I think that's a great description because... Terunofuji, like Asaniyama, you know, wants to get in close and get on the belt and anything that you can do to disrupt that is really to your advantage and that's what Takeyasu did here. He denied the belt grip, he kept him at a certain distance away from him, he got him off balance and he moved quickly as he described with that great footwork. Yeah, great. And then the final shove. Yeah, really, really put him down there. Terunofuji looked pained after this one and I don't think it was physical pain. No, no, I think you're right. He Also, the final shove really caused him to fly across the dojo and out, so, which he's just not used to doing. Like, no, that doesn't that, happen to Terunofuji. That's exactly true. And, I mean, you know, the honeymoon is over for Terunofuji. Yeah. I think that meteoric rise back into the top division has st- kind of hit that reality point now, and there are some very good ricochet around who are going to make sure that his rising back to Ozeki is going to be a hard road for him. Mm, and that was a pride battle as well to a certain degree, both former Ozeki and both looking to, I mean, Takeyasu at 30 and Terunofuji at 29, even with Terunofuji's injuries, you know, you know that both these guys want it and want it so bad. Yeah. Um, and so Takeyasu coming out on top, they're both two and two at this stage. So can't wait to see their future bouts. Next, Hokuto Fuji at Maegashira 1. He had uh, a real bloody experience yesterday. Uh, blood all over him from his nose. Let's see how he pulls up today against Sekiwake Takanosho. It was a hard touchy eye, but Hokuto Fuji kind of looked all a flurry. We see this from him with the arms and legs everywhere. His legs splayed and Takanosho, he knows how to take advantage of this. He's had some very quick bouts in this style, this basho and in others, and he, he gets Hokuto Fuji down very quickly, Hatakikomi. I've got to admit I was a bit disappointed mm. with this. I felt like we were robbed of a, of a very good bout. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if there was some carryover from yesterday. I mean, it was really clocked in the nose. Mm. Um, and, and having a blood nose, I guess it might not carry over until the next day. I'm trying to think of blood noses I've had, like it kind of takes it out of you. You, yeah. you kind of feel a bit anemic and yeah. a bit lightheaded and just like, oh, what's happening? Yeah. But here it seemed as though Hokuto Fuji's footwork escaped him. Yes. Um, and just couldn't, as you said, his feet couldn't keep up with what the rest of his body was doing and yeah, it fell down pretty much and Takanosho helping him to the dirt. So Sekiwake Takanosho is 3-1 now. Very good score. Hokuto Fuji, 1-3. and three. Ozeki Asuniyama is up against the undefeated on Osho next. And it was a very, very sharp touchy eye from Asuniyama to get inside and get a body grip onto Onosho. And he used that to move Onosho very easily backwards and over the bales. Simple as you like, Yori Kitty win for him. This is how Asuniyama wins by getting in close. I think it was definitely his plan, but I think it was also Onosho's mistake. I mean, he has to know that he has to keep Asaniyama away from him and it didn't really look like he he tried. He sprang forward like he has been, but in this case it was to his detriment because it allow, allowed Asaniyama to just envelop him. Yeah, that's a good he point. He enveloped the bullet um, and he negated the bullet. Yeah. I mean... It, 
if Onosho goes out with this plan just to like fly into his opponent and after four days he's 3-1, losing only to an Ozeki, I think he should keep at it. Well, that's, yeah, I mean, that's a good perspective, I suppose. Um, it, it was good to see Asaniyama know what to do with that. Though. Yes, exactly right, exactly. He looked really good today. Steadies the ship, 2-2 two and two for Ozeki Asaniyama. Now, Onosho, 3-1, and one. that's his first loss. Yeah, it means he drops off the leaderboard, but still right up there. Kota Shoho Magashira 3 against Ozeki Shodai. This is the first time that they have fought. Shodai, he won the touchy eye. He's pretty strong at the touchy eye at the moment, even with his loss yesterday. He, he still was strong right at the start. But then from there, he overpowered. I shouldn't say but. And then from there, he overpowers Kota Shoho and takes him around and out in a fairly easy victory. His hands pressed against Kota Shoho's chest and I allowed myself a small few at this point. Yeah. This was pure Ozeki sumo from Shorai. Not only in the way he conducted himself during the bout, but just his relaxed and calm demeanour as he turned around after the victory. It just didn't look like it stressed him at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we contrast Asaniyama and Shodai's faces again. I, I think it's just Asaniyama's resting face, but he looks anxious all the time. He's got resting stressed face. Yes, and it stresses me out. Yeah. But Shodai has, uh, I think he used to have a more anxious face. I really think so. But I think since he won uh, the Yusho, since he got the Yusho and became Ozeki, I feel like he's really relaxed a bit. I think there might be more to it than that. I, I think it's about him coming into his sumo and yeah. I think the sumo mind and the sumo body are coming together for him. These are the kind of wins that as Ozeki he should get. It's a Maegashira 3 mm. who, you know, coming into this was 0-3. These are the ones yeah. he should have an easy <laughs> bout for. And for him to do that today really shows us why he's at that rank. Yeah, maybe I've been burned a little bit by Mitakiumi because <laughs> this Kodoshoho bout would have been exactly one that he would have lost exactly. when it was going well. You've got to learn to trust again. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so Shodai, he's three and one. Uh, he got the win today along with Asanayama. That's two Ozeki with a win. And Kodoshoho is zero and four. Well, that brings us to our last bout the final Ozeki, Takakesho, coming into this bout 0-3. All eyes are on him to see if he can get his first victory against Maegashira 2, the businessman, Takara Fuji. Love him. Takakesho opened very confidently here. He was pushing, thrusting, moved Takara Fuji backwards. It was all looking on script here. But then, Takara Fuji moves around to his left and suddenly creates space. Takakesho lunged, but again, Takara Fuji used his footwork to move aside. Takakesho spun around and attacked again. Takara Fuji was now back in the middle of the doyo. And as Takakesho was attacking, he grabbed one of Takakesho's arms. I thought he might have tried to manufacture a pull here, yeah. but, but Takakesho was so busy trying to break that arm hold, Takara Fuji worked his other hand around the back of Takakesho's belt. It was almost like a little bit of a uh, bit of smoke and mirrors. Yes, yeah. Distracted Takakesho, got that belt grip, and here he used that grip to drive Takakesho to the dirt, and it was given an Uwatanage win, the overarm throw, huge. Well, Takara Fuji, the businessman and the magician, walks away with a fat stack of cash. He's going to buy a new leather briefcase with that, with extra pockets, maybe some new keep cups for the colleagues. He seems like a man who would like... One of those old school PDAs, like one of yes. those. Blackberry. A Blackberry. 
He's, oh, totally. He needs a new BlackBerry. With the tiny little plastic stylus. Yeah, he'll get one from 2011 because his, his old one's from 2005. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Tucker Keisha just couldn't finish off Takara Fuji. I thought he had a strong start. Uh, like he has maybe one other time, a couple of good pushes, yeah. but couldn't finish it off. And I wonder if he's going to go QJO now. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, that was the first thing we said after this. I mean, like, I really need to say that we take absolutely no joy in Tucker Keisha no, losing. Absolutely. I, I really, really feel for this young guy. He's a, like, no question, a champion, deserves his rank. Uh, I want to see him win. Today, Tucker Fuji, you're right. Tucker Keisha opened well. Tucker Fuji is the kind of ricochet, though, who can stand his ground when he needs to. And take his time. Yeah, yeah, he can. And like you said, that that distraction move was mm. was clever. He can he can. Uh, what's the word when you stall? He can stall. <laughs> what's the word for stall? He's a good staller, and so he he just withstood those pushes and then manufactured something himself. Yeah, he's a good defensive ricochet. Absolutely. I guess. So um, I'm sure his young son at home would be cheering on his oh, dad. Yeah. Uh, he moves to two two at Maegashira too. He did it. Remember that? That's what he says. He did it. And Ozeki Takakesho zero four. So, of course, your theory is that maybe we won't see him back tomorrow. Oh, look! It's just so hard to know what's going on. Um, it could be a combination of things, like just the intense pressure. Could be an injury. Well, I think it's a problem of the mind rather than the body. Do you think? I mean, yeah, yeah. It's it's so hard to know and. Often we won't know, even if it's a, a physical injury. If he goes mm. QJ, he'll just kind of disappear for a while. And there's something about, you know, the his very pure Oshi pushing style of sumo that when it's working, it's working. Mm. But then when it's not working, there's perhaps not that other dimension that he can fall back on. Mm. Like we see other guys who have that Oshi style sumo as their first yes. gambit but they have something else to fall back yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. It's just such a contrast, isn't it? Because we've just see, seen him get a U-show in November and be so, yeah, so, so positive and dominant. Mm. And, and I guess that's what I meant about the storyline, saying that about the start, that everyone thought it was going to go like this and it's actually gone the exact opposite. Yeah, well, way. I mean, if, what has 2020 taught us? Oh, yeah, true. Expect the unexpected. Yes, and that's what we're getting on day four of the January Vasho. So who is in the lead here? Let's see. We have Meisei. Great. Akiseyama. Great. <laughs> Absolutely love it. And, of course, the boss, Daiesho. On three wins we have Shorai, Takanosho, Onosho, Ichinojo, Midori Fuji, Takayama. And Kodnawaka. Wow, that is quite a big bunch. Let's have a look at the bouts for tomorrow. Let's look at these four zero guys. Third bout of Makuchi is Akisayama up against Hoshoryu. Okay. The winless versus the defeatless. Yeah. If that is <laughs> a, a term, Meisei takes on Tokushoryu. Uh, we've got Takakesho and Kodashoho, two winless Rikishi. Oh, I feel like Kodashoho will have a win after <laughs> oh tomorrow God. because of... I think you'll have a fifth century. Oh. That's my tip. I really I really don't know. I shouldn't say that. Okay. And the bout that we highlighted earlier, Takiyasu and Daisho. Mm. They've met nine times in the past, Takiyasu winning seven of those. 
I think that that'll be the the bout for tomorrow. It's very early in the the Totakumi. It's six bouts from the end. Is it? Okay. Put it right at the end. That's the one to watch. Uh, we'll look at the at the top. Asunyama takes on Tochinoshin, and Takara Fuji takes on Shodai. Surprisingly, Shodai has an eleven three advantage over Takara Fuji okay. in the past. Okay. Maybe yeah. I don't know why that is. That's uh, that'll be a good one to <laughs> That's see. That's sumo. Yeah, indeed. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Sumo Mainichi. We love bringing you the sumo every day, and I love that this basho is is really turning all my expectations on its head. So we will see you tomorrow for day five. Bye. Bye. Bye.